Welcome to the Ilonga Yogi Podcast. My name is Kate and Ilonga, which means I'm a native of Iloilo, a small but beautiful city in the Philippines. I'm a certified yoga instructor and I own a yoga studio here in Iloilo City as well. I share content on yoga, mindfulness, fitness, mental health, self-care, and wellness. For today's episode, I will be sharing with you the lessons I've learned from the recent presidential elections here in the Philippines. Before we get into it, I want to let you know that I teach classes both at my studio and online. So if you're interested in taking a class with me, just head over to ilongayogi.com slash studio. I have the schedule and the rates there and you can even book for your class there as well. So hello again. I wanted to talk about the recent elections, especially since we have finalized the results and we now know our president-elect. I will not be talking about uh, the candidates and who my vote was, my candidate was. This is purely all about the lessons that I have learned, especially since this election was a meaningful experience for me. This is actually the first time that I voted here in my country. So that was a very special moment for me to be able to do that finally. I have always put it off. I have always told myself that I don't really need to do it. My vote doesn't really matter. I don't really need to because I'm not really into politics, all of those excuses. And then I think it was after the last elections that I realized that actually that is a mistake and that I should not take for granted my right to vote because being able to vote doesn't matter whether your candidate lost or won. Your vote is still a vote. And this is like the least that we can do as citizens of this country. This is the only time that we're being asked to show up for our country, for our government. And to think of it, this is a very important role and responsibility that we have the, the privilege of having because we're electing who will be leading our country. And we have to remember that the people that we elect actually work for us and work for the country. And so we need to pick according to our beliefs and our values and what we know is the best for our country. And so being able to, to do that finally, I am proud of myself and every other Filipino who was able to do that as well. Because I know that there were a lot of Filipinos that for the first time, they were really inspired and motivated to finally go out there and vote. So so I think that is a good sign and I hope that we can continue that. And that actually leads me to the first lesson that I have learned is that I need to exercise my right to vote. I know that's a bit cheesy when you hear it coming from a yoga teacher, but I think that exercising your right to vote is the same as taking responsibility for a certain role that you have in society and embracing that fully, doing it honestly and truthfully and dedicating uh, yourself to whatever that role is. And being able to, again, vote is a very important role that every citizen needs to not take for granted this time around. And so if you were someone who wasn't able to vote, if you were just like me before, just a few years ago, right, it's okay. But I hope that the next time another election comes along, you change your mind about that and you make the effort to vote. The first step is registering to vote the next time we have another election and then of course to show up and be there. I know that 
it can be frustrating sometimes to deal with the systems in our country unfortunately it's not very efficient especially if you were one of those who had a broken machine when you had to vote when you were about to vote um, but just remember that there were seniors who stayed all the way until the next day just so that they can put in their vote. And if they can do it, I feel like whoever is listening to this right now, you also have no excuse to do that. Especially when we are, as, um, as I don't like to say that or admit it to myself, we're not really the majority. We don't represent the majority. If you're someone here who has a phone, who can understand the things I'm saying, who's even interested in the topic that I talk about, then we're not really 100% the majority. And so all the more that we kind of need to stick together and bond together and vote every single opportunity we have. So lesson one, please vote. Please, please vote. The next lesson is that being apolitical or choosing to be neutral is actually more harmful to our country than anything else. I have a few friends on Facebook who created statuses about how they don't want to be uh, very vocal about their, their political views, and that's fine in a way, but there are some who, choose, who really choose to be neutral and apolitical. I don't even know how you can be neutral when it comes to, po- to, the, to voting, because it's different when it comes to like, politics. I don't know, not really, but like, I, I get like in some issues, you can be neutral, but when it comes to voting, when it comes to the elections, I don't really know how someone can be neutral. But anyway, why is it harmful? Why is it the worst thing that you can do? Well, being neutral, being apolitical, there's really nothing to gain from that. I mean, it's not like you're creating world peace just by choosing to be neutral. If anything, the most peaceful person in the whole world also has to take a stand, also takes a stand, never chooses to be neutral, also uses their voice to speak up about what they believe is right. So I feel like I'm not asking you or anyone <laughs> to to stand up and and profess what they believe in and who their candidate is and all, and all that. But what I think is wrong is choosing to be neutral at a time that you shouldn't be neutral at a time where your where your choice actually can make a huge difference because this was as we all know was a very crucial election and whether or not your candidate won or the people that you voted won or not again it doesn't really matter for now but the fact that you have taken a stand and chose a side actually is really needed right now this is the time that it is needed (laughs) in any other case in in our lives it's not really needed but in this this one that's important again i'm not asking you or anybody to to be too vocal or anything what i'm what i'm trying to say is actually there is a way to take a side or to take a stand on something but to not disrespect whoever does not believe in the same thing as you so keywords does not disrespect because there are a lot of cases like that wherein most of the time when people argue it's to attack the other side but that's not how it should be there's a way for you to express how you feel about a certain issue and to not hurt or harm anyone but to just educate others or just 
express what you're feeling again without disrespecting another political view or another political belief so again it's not actually a good thing if you choose to be apolitical uh, it's not actually a good thing if you choose to be neutral for me throughout the whole elections like since people were uh, or candidates were going around and all um it was more about me figuring out which candidate i really wanted because again i'm not someone who is really good in politics or knows everything that goes goes around go happens in politics and i admit that um it's my choice as well and so i took a lot of time to understand each candidate understand everyone's platforms and advocacies as much as i could to also speak up in some ways on things that i don't agree with but it was my choice to not outright tell people or show people like i'm voting for this person you know because for me i'm not comfortable with that either and that actually takes us to the next lesson that i've learned is that i know that's great if you're proud and and you're loud about who your candidate is and which side you're on that's that's okay but honestly it can come off too aggressive so i know that it may feel like the things i'm saying are contradicting each other but again when it comes to expressing your political belief or what you believe in it's all about doing it in a way where you are not trying to force your belief onto somebody else so again it's not really about who you believe in who your candidate is it's not all about trying to show people that you're better than anybody else because this is the candidate that you're choosing what i'm trying to get to is that sometimes it can be and it can feel very off and too aggressive in trying to change somebody's political view right it almost feels like it's a cult and we don't want it to feel like a cult right we don't want people to feel uncomfortable that we're trying to force somebody onto them um we wouldn't do the same with religion it's it's the same thing because if we feel the same way about religion how we don't want to force our beliefs onto somebody else then it goes it's the same thing when it comes to politics there's a way and it is possible because many other countries do it there's a way to show that um this is this is an important election that we need to vote in so it's important to be active it's important to be to be patriotic about it yes to to show up and and be so passionate about it yes but i think that we draw the line when we're trying to attack um another candidate or other people who believe in something that we don't believe in i think we draw the line when we're trying to boast or show off um our candidate thinking that we're better than anybody else same with you know the other side we draw the line when it comes to political views or a candidate onto anybody else um and this is why if i just look at the states at the us when i am there in the past i don't see people all the time trying to force like for example obama onto everyone or biden onto everyone but i kind of see that a lot when it comes to trump so i mean i hope that you're starting to get my point here that we don't want to feel like it's too much of a cult because it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that so it's more of that's great if you want to support a candidate 
but there is a way to find a bit more balance to not overdo anything but to not under represent your candidate either i know that's a very tricky and complicated uh, thing because i mean politics is very tricky and complicated but i guess it's something that we can uh, just think about more often you know how can we change things when the next election comes especially now with this new term how can we be more mindful in the way that we express our views in the way that we show our views to others without it disrespecting or harming or hurting anyone and and believing in who we believe in but in a way that is aware and present of everybody else knowing that there will always be other people who will disagree with you and lastly the last lesson that i would like to share is that most importantly i hope that this is the one that sticks with you actually because it's pretty much the most simple but also the hardest thing to do is that this is a time that we have to be even more passionate and motivated to help our country in our own way so for example speaking just for myself I, I believe in yoga and mindfulness and if I'm able to share that with more Filipinos who are not exactly my typical market right for yoga that would be even better you know if I'm able to share this with government employees with government agencies with teachers in public schools if I'm able to do that more I think that could make a huge difference in our country and that really got me thinking that I need to to act on this um, and same goes for the other other things that I enjoy doing or that I'm passionate about whether it's uh, around mental health being able to to use my passion for mental health my advocacy and then finding a way to reach more people so that hopefully in my own way I can reach the majority of Filipinos um, when I say any, I, what I mean by that is anybody who kind of falls into that category of being the majority of Filipinos, which is a lot of people who are not well off. Um, unfortunately, that's our country. We are a third world country. And so if I'm, I, if I'm able to make just a, the smallest difference through that, through the things that I'm passionate about, through my advocacies, I think that that would be a huge make a huge impact already and if you're able to do that too in your own little way how can you be more active how can you make more of a difference by acting on things by doing things that can actually change the perspective of people in a in a way where they start to see the truth more of that more of seeing the truth and understanding our history understanding our past understanding the truth in a better way again reminding you to please exercise your right to vote so the next time that there is an election please do your part never choose to be neutral please do not choose to be apolitical in a time when elections is the time like that's the perfect time for you to to go and and use your right to vote to to express what your views are in a way again that does not disrespect anyone that does not harm anyone remember that there are creative ways there are different ways that we can teach the our community or the people around us what our history is and what it takes to make better choices for our future and for this country and do what you can in a way that makes sense for you that resonates for you that can create a positive impact in this country um, starting with your own small community this is only the beginning of real change in our country 
whether you're a candidate won or did not, always just keep believing in this country because that's what will keep us going. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Ilonga Yogi Podcast. I hope you can check out my socials, especially my blog at Ilonga, sorry, ilongayogi.com. I post a lot of similar content there. And again, my socials are at Ilonga Yogi. Have a wonderful day and take care of yourself. Talk to you next time.